Blog Talk Radio. What is up, everybody? Um, on Blog Talk, on iHeart, on Apple, on your phone, however you're listening right now. My name is Stephen Urquintello, and I am the host of this hour's podcast. And the name of the show is pretty much Stephen Urquintello. I believe I've changed it a couple times here and there, just kind of trying to get the wing of things and figuring out what the best approach is. Being that the network gave me total control over everything that I can discuss, anything, talk about anything, juggled a couple names back and forth, and I just figured my name is the best to uh, kind of run with. Being that, you know, it's simple. But anyways, I know you all probably haven't heard from me in a while, a couple months. I, I did take a long break, which was completely my fault, mainly because I forgot the login password. I forgot the email and the login password to the network, and it took me a while to get a hold of the owners. Totally my fault, completely my fault. And when I finally did, um, got a hold of them, and everything squared away now. So here I am. I'm back, regular basis. Normally I do do this at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but tonight I just pushed it a little bit later at 9:30 because I really wanted to rest. I had a long day today and give myself a little bit of a uh, little half-hour break to not do so. Now, I do know last week I did have something planned at Moundsville for those who, who were following, who were watching, who saw the schedule post. It was going to be me investigating inside Moundsville Penitentiary in West Virginia, which I did go. I was there. I pulled out the spirit box, got the SL, SLS camera out, a uh, bunch of night vision cameras, all sorts of things. However, I again that that's I set up the show, did all that stuff, but had no service. So again, that was completely my fault. First, I did not think that there wouldn't be service there, but I guess when you're inside of a very old prison, they really don't have cell phone service there. I guess there's really no need for the prisoners to have a cell phone. So didn't really think that went through. Again, totally my fault. But from here on out tonight. Every single Saturday, 9 p.m. it will be. I know this is again 9.30, but 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to discuss anything and everything. We're going to discuss males, females. We can discuss We can discuss transgender, sexual orientations. We can discuss the differences between certain relationships. We're going to discuss the paranormal horror, why trees grow, why the grass is green, why space is what it is, why the sun takes 8.8 seconds for light to hit Earth. We're going to talk about dimensions. We're going to talk about space travel, time travel. We're going to discuss light years. We're going to discuss Mercury and how it absolutely has no effect whatsoever on you when Mercury renegade is in effect because it makes no sense. We're not going to discuss all that tonight. However, that is what this show is going to consist of, anything and everything. For those of you that do follow me on Facebook and Instagram, I'm always banned on Facebook for the most pettiest things in the world. So, um don't really follow me there but because uh, I never post really anymore every time I do on band. But for those that do and have been following me, you do know that it's not that I don't have a filter. I can be very controversial, but I am very to the point. I'm very – I can inspire thousands, and it's the twist and way that I have with my words. A lot of people get upset. A lot of people love it. A lot of people love to hate it. A lot of people just hate it to hate it, but they still watch and follow me because, as we all know, they support you bigger than the ones that love you. And – Prime example of that, actually tonight I, I asked 
on Instagram, which I know I didn't give a lot of time for this podcast, I, I asked on my stories, does anybody have any questions for tonight? And nobody, it was crickets. I see the people that I talk to about the show. I see the people that saw my story. As you all know, you can see who sees it. And they were all people excited to tune in. But again, it's always crickets. Guys, these shows, my shows, the paranormal shows that I do, the stuff that I'm doing and creating, yes, this is for me. I love doing it. Um, You should always love doing what you do. You're doing it for you. That's why you're doing it. But ultimately, in the end, in the scheme of all things, I'm also doing this doing this for you guys. Like, If you have any questions, you want to call in and talk to me, call in and talk to me. You want to be a guest on the show, be a guest on the show. You want to join me on a paranormal investigation, join me. However, you guys have to speak up. I can't read minds. You can't read minds. We'll even get into that on another show, telekinesis or whatever it is that mind readers do. Um, but... It, it, it's participation is highly recommended. It truly, really is. Uh, I know that it can be fearful coming on. I know it can be, you know, oh, I don't want to ask that question. It's a stupid question. It's not a stupid question. I say a lot of stupid shit all the time, 24-7 online. You guys know this. So don't be afraid to ask questions, want to join me, want to do this, want to do that. I'm open to it all. I love it. I love the suggestions. So just, you know, hop on that, and if you want, ask anything at any given time, and we will definitely discuss it. So, with that being said, let me kind of just jump right into this. This is not going to be a long episode whatsoever, but there are a couple things that I wanted to discuss. First and foremost, we're going to discuss how you can, how you can um, follow me on social media because, and what's, what's new to come. Follow me, just my name, Stephen Urquintello, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-E-R-K-I-N-T-A-L-O. The only reason I'm stating this, and normally I would save it for the end, is because my Facebook is going to be canceled. I am not no longer going to be active on Facebook once I'm unbanned. It's going to go strictly to a like page. That like page, I'm only going to have a Facebook to control that like page. YouTube, my YouTube channel, which again, Stephen Urquintello, you can just look that up. And Instagram, those are going to be my main three sources. Facebook is not going to be a source that I use anymore because I keep getting banned. It is completely pointless. It's it's a waste of energy and it's a waste of my time. So follow me on those outlets. Keep an eye out of things because I do have some cool shit coming up, especially on YouTube. I've been filming a lot of paranormal stuff. Not only that, I've been filming a lot of head-turning different types of twists within the paranormal this consists of myself alone, one person filming, and nobody knows what's going to be happening. Not a single soul. A lot of people have been asking me because I've been kind of like, guys, you can't wait wait to see what's coming up, da, da, da. and people are like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? This is going to be like a music video without the music. I am going to change the way people see things while addressing some serious issues within this field of uh, I wouldn't really say like mentally deranged or full-blown autistic, but it's definitely that. Like it's people that are in the paranormal know that it's absurd. Now I'm leading with that because I'm gonna I'm gonna follow up with it on this. A lot, a lot, a lot of paranormal folks, right? How many times have you scrolled on social media and ever seen a paranormal person post real footage? Ever. I'm going to assume by hand, nobody's raising their hands because it doesn't happen. 
I've only been in this field five years. I've seen ghosts growing up, blah, 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 blah. We've all heard the stories because uh, everybody has the same story, same song and dance. Who cares? Um, I've been in this field five years, and I've had the show. I've had this. I've had this. had this. I show footage. There's other people that have done this 10, 20 years, 10, 15 years. It doesn't even matter how long they've been doing it. The point is, is they never present footage. All they do is post selfies. All they do is put up a light meter sitting in front of it, asking it to go off, which that's a whole other topic we're going to discuss later. But how many people follow paranormal investigators or have 20 million mutual friends of paranormal investigators, and all they do is talk about, well, that's not paranormal. Oh, take a look at this picture, guys. I took it, and my blinds are up, and the sun's out, and I took a picture, and there's a reflection in this mirror, but don't worry. It's not a reflection of the sun or the dirt or the bubbles or me or a shadow or this or that. Nobody was in there. Nobody. And people literally blow their minds by thinking it is the greatest footage they have ever laid their eyes on without using common sense. That light gives off a reflection, especially on a reflective surface that is a a mirror. Now, not only that, I've noticed that a lot of paranormal people, not only will they just, just post selfies and think they're a paranormal person or a medium or a psychic or, or a spiritual enthusiast or a nudist or a campus or whatever it is they want to call themselves, give them every title in the world. Um, they'll, they'll write a story, right? They'll sit there and make a Facebook update. Oh, yeah, you know what? I, I, I didn't get it caught on footage, but I just paid you know $1,500 to go to this haunted location. All my batteries died. They always die. Why do they always die? I had them charged up. I did this. I did this. But I can't show you proof. But what I can do is I'm going to type it out and tell you what happened. And people will lose their shit over that. Like, oh, my God, that really happened to you? Like, holy shit. Like, I know that same thing happened to me. How was that paranormal proof? Tesla would be rolling in his grave. He probably is thinking that, holy shit, I gave you guys a Tesla coil, I gave you the knowledge and the power and the energy to manifest these things. And all these clowns and jokers are going around typing shit up, thinking that they're the next greatest thing to this field. When, when they can't even keep charged batteries, knowing that they've been doing this shit for 15 years and they don't even bring up extra batteries, but have been on thousands of locations. How does nobody out, I cannot be the only one out there who this just doesn't trigger a fucking bell in their head and they're like how does that make sense why is nobody asking these questions it doesn't make sense to me and you know what you know what their answer will be oh your batteries are just expensive we didn't have any you just spent fifteen hundred dollars on a location you're going to tell me fucking a pack of 9.99 batteries are expensive but you just spent fifteen hundred dollars on a location it makes no sense the paranormal is falling apart i am here to put it back together this has been something I have been preaching, right, for a long I, – I was preaching this before I got the show. I got the show and 25 million people watched me. I, 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 I had networks calling me, and I denied them because I don't need them. And the thing is, is I do everything on my own, and so do these other paranormal investigators, but they're not producing. They're not editing shit. They're not showing shit. They're not doing shit. They're just spewing shit. And – it makes no sense as to why you guys are catching on and latching on and thinking that this is it. This is what the field is. So with that being said, 
I get a little heated because this is my passion. This is my life. This is what I, this is my go-to. This is my thing. This is what I eat. This is what I live. My breathe. I think I talk, I write, I literally write. Like I have a book coming out that I'm almost finished with. I have a board game I'm coming out with. I have every little, I have a Ouija board tattooed on my chest. Like this is my life. And when it comes to my theories and my knowledge, it, goes without question that I know what I'm talking about. Thousands in the field against me alone, and I still stood there knowing what I'm talking about. So on to the next topic because that kind of rolls into this one. A lot of people, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people work at 9 to 5, right? Now, I'm not talking about, oh, I, I, what are you talking about 9 to 5? I go in at 4 p.m. and I get out at 11. Whatever, shut up. You work a job, you get paid, you clock in. That's what I'm talking about. So when I use the phrase 9 to 5, if you punch in, you're a 9 to 5 So here is one of my biggest pet peeves, and this does correlate with the paranormal, with your passion, or kind of with anything, actually. And another topic is when I'm working, right, when you're working, when they're working, when they're all working, right, we all clock in. That is your job. Now, some people may call it a career. Great. Congrats. I applaud you. Whatever. When I clock into a job or you clock into a job, you're getting paid to do that job. Outside of that job, when you clock out and you go home, you are what you breed, what you manifest outside of that. I am the paranormal because outside of a job, I am ever, I'm a podcaster. I'm sitting here doing this. I'm a YouTuber because I do this. I'm a paranormal model because I do that. It all is paranormal related. Now, do I get paid for those things? No, I don't. I'm not getting paid right now to do this, to speak to you guys. I'm not getting paid for my views on YouTube. I'm not getting paid per clicks. I'm not getting paid to go to these investigations and film and spend my time editing with my cameras. I'm not the one, you know, I'm the one producing literally everything in my hands. I'm not getting paid for that, right? But to me, it's my job. That is my job. It is my passionate job. It is not a clock in and clock out, nine to five, I'm getting paid kind of job, right? So here's where I was going with this. I get a lot of people always stating to me, man, why don't you just take a break, come hang out? Oh, man, why can't you do that? Just, just five minutes. What's five minutes? Oh, come on, you can do this. Oh, come on, what's one time? Um, how about no? Because just because you don't have a job outside of your paid nine-to-five doesn't mean that I don't. I do so much outside of that. So when I clock in for that job where I'm not getting paid to do it, you think I want you to interfere in that? I'm not getting paid. I don't want to procrastinate what I'm not getting paid for and I'm more passionate about than when I'm working. So – if I was to come to you at your nine to five, right, and I said, "Oh man, come on, one, one time. Why, why can't you come? Why can't you come talk to me? <laughs> come on, dude, ten minutes. I don't care if you're not on lunch break. Come talk to me. Oh, you can't hang out. Why? Uh, because you're at a job, right? You're at a job, correct? You clock the fuck in. You're at a job. That is it. You're not going to come talk to me. You're not going to hang out with me. So, why would I do that when I'm clocked in to my job? 
just because you get paid for one and I don't get paid for the other doesn't mean that I'm not more passionate about the one that I'm doing because that's what it is that I eat, live, breathe, and sleep. That is my life, and I have gotten paid for it. And that's with every single one of you guys, too. I'm sure you have a passion outside of that nine to five. That is when you clock in. That is who you are. So my biggest pet peeve, and I'm sure you guys get that, too, is just one time turns into a bad habit. That five minutes can turn into a bad habit. That shitty food that you're about to eat can turn into a bad habit. That, those are addictions that I do not want. <laughs> but to sit there and for somebody who doesn't get that, to pester you about that nonstop, because I get that all the time on social media, even in person, in person and social media. Now, I know I'm not the only one. Very few will grasp that idea. And I'm sure people will message me and say, well, yeah, you know, Stephen, you're right, but you could always just take a little break. Wrong. Shut the fuck up. Wrong. You don't get it. You're not part of that 5%. Your mentality is too dull for me to even associate a conversation with you, to even breathe the air you are breathing. You are not getting it because you do not have something you are that dedicated and passionate about, or you wouldn't be saying but, 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 but. You would be doing, 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 doing. Hands down, I know this for a fact because I live it, and I used to live the other way, and now I live this way. So I know I'm not the only one out there. So for those that are like me when it comes to that, I applaud you because I get it. I stick it out. And the fact that, honestly, sometimes I have to waste more energy explaining to the same people as to why I'm not going to and they still don't get it. Sometimes I'm just like, fuck it. You want five minutes of my time because it's going, to take, it's going to take less time for me to stand here and stare at you while you, we do absolutely nothing compared to me trying to tell you and explain to you for 15 minutes as to why I'm not. So sometimes it's just like, the, whatever. Like, what do you want? Um, it's annoying. So I get it. Just understand that, guys. If we came to your work when you're clocked in, you ain't going to come hang out with us? You're not on break, but you're not going to hang out with the world. What about that one time? You can't because you're at work. Keep in mind, those five percenters, when we leave that nine to five, we're at work. Our real work, the job, the passion, the career that we do because we do it within our hearts because we know that one day it's going to shine through. It has for me already. It has. I mean, I'm not going to talk about the money and everything, but I've made the six figures. I've done all that by myself through passion. And when I mean by myself, I mean the fans definitely helped, obviously, for every reason you could think of. They buy merchandise. They do this. They do that. But the making of that, the creation of that, the vision of that, the work I put in, I was working 12, 15-hour days, six days a week, and then having to put in overtime at the at my at the passion job that I'm talking about. I was getting no sleep, but it pays off. I was making $12 an hour working 12, 15 hours a day to making six figures every single four to five months. It pays off. If you can get the naysayers out of your ear, if you can get but one time, but this, but this, well, what's one time, well, what's this, well, that's you. How about you stay over there, let me stay over here, I'll drive in my lane, you drive in your lane. We'll see how this plays out, you know. It's, uh, it's annoying, guys, but I do get it. And I know I'm not the only one. I know for a fact I am not the only one who goes through all that stuff. So um, 
there is a question. There was a question that did pop up. I did tell you there was one question that popped up on Instagram when I was asking people to if they had any questions. And that question is from Angela, and she asked, she's in Tennessee, and um, she asked me a question. She said, do you ever get scared? I'm assuming this is paranormal related. Do you ever get scared? Has any location made you feel scared? You seem fearless. The last part is absolutely correct and wrong at the same time. Uh, but thank you. Thank you for, you know, participating in the question and the last part of that question. I do get scared, believe it or not, and I tell people this all the time too, and I get scared during every investigation. One, because it's dark and it's terrifying and you hear the stories and your mind plays tricks on you. That is one of the main reasons I get scared. Now, paranormal-wise, do I get scared? There's been a couple locations that have that have actually scared me paranormal-wise now. And that was mainly my house in northern Florida because that's where I started everything. I mean, that's where I started bleeding on the board. For a lot of you that have followed me, that's when I was getting banned and bullied and kicked around in this field because I was doing things differently. And I stopped for about eight months. And my grandma was still alive at the time. My grandpa already passed. And my grandma knew something was up. And she looked at me and said, like, what's wrong? You're not doing this stuff anymore. I don't understand why you're not doing this passion. This is what you do. Why aren't you doing it? And I explained to her why. And she's like, you know what, fuck them. Just go do it Do it your way. That's it. Do it your way. That is all done. Did it my way. Next thing I know, I'm bleeding on Ouija boards. I got a show. I'm kicking in the front door. I'm hanging myself, putting a gun to my head. I did it my way. And I shocked the field. There's not a single person out there like me. And I'm that's where I would say the scariest location in my opinion is and I know a lot of people say oh my house is haunted too my house is this and this no it's not they're not enough want it to be because you hear a bump in the night or you feel something or this or that but no um now let's take my house out of the equation and put it into a location that I've actually been to that I feel is the most haunted hands down I would say Bobby Mackey's in, in Wilder, Kentucky. I did do the documentary there, Conjuring Mackey's. It's on YouTube. I have been there a lot. That's like my paranormal home. Um, I'm great friends with Bobby and all them. It, 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 the amazing crew and Laura there, the tour guide. And for a lot of you that have seen Portal to Hell and a couple other shows, they, they've mentioned my doings there at Conjuring Mackey's where I bled in the well. But I would say that place, not because of the, the, the hype and what they say with the rumors and because none of that happened. The, the, the paranormal history there was all false. But the experiences that I've had there were creepy. With me and Ashley Farmer, we, we were down there one time. She owns Horror Chicks up here in um, Ohio. And we were in the basement together, and she flipped out. She, she did. She flipped out and was ready to kill me. And no joke, like, she, she, was, she had to leave. She was really hostile towards me, and it got aggressive. And, but I remember prior to that, though, she was in the basement by herself, if everybody knows where the well is. Not the basement, but you walk out of Mackey's and go down into this, like, storage unit thing where Carl dug into the well. And she was sitting down there by herself like a wacko. And I went down there, and she said something. I can't remember what she said, but she's like, they, they don't like you here. Like, they, they want you to leave. And we both saw these red eyes glowing at us. And it was intense. 
it was scary, and she was acting really weird, and that was kind of terrifying on its own because I know Ashley. I've known her for many, many, many years, and I know when someone's acting. I know when someone's portraying shit. So I would have to say Mackie's. I've been to a lot of locations, and a lot of them are terrifying, like I said, on their own. To walk around by yourself, I, I, there's a, I personally wouldn't, not because of safety, because it's, it's fucking terrifying. There's a lot of people out there nowadays. Like, this is what's cracks me up. Two years ago, I was like, hey, guys, I'm going to do paranormal investigations by myself and film. I got shitted on for it, hated for it. I mean to the, to the, to the max I was destroyed in this field, right? And what are these girls now with fake tits and lip injections and bimbo fucking walking around acting like they're all that and shit? They're, you know what they're doing? Haunted shit by themselves. Do they get hated for it? No. They get praised. It's it, it's a joke. Anyways, let's get off that topic. But the way they do things, too, is they turn all the lights on in the place. They're not in the dark. And I can prove that they're not in the dark no matter what they say because I know how lights work and I know how I know how glares work from lights and I know how night vision, full spectrum, and a 60-ball light bulb works. Most people don't. Surprisingly, most people do not. Um, when I do investigations, for those who have actually been with me, Lights are off. I, I have yelled at people before, turn your flashlight off. Turn your flashlight off. I get annoyed having to repeat that. Turn your goddamn flashlight off because I, I have the night vision. You want the night vision camera, I'll give you a night vision camera. You can see out of that. All lights have to be off because that causes a glare. Most people think that that then is, oh, my God, it's a paranormal. It's a ghost. Did you see that shadow? No. Reflection from a light in the dark reflected off your shadow. Ta-da. Um, so when I do things, it's total darkness, no ifs, ands, or buts, and it's terrifying because you are in pitch blackness. But I would have to say Bobby Mackey's for sure. I have done a lot of extreme things. Like I mentioned, I laid on the train tracks and haunted tours, which is on Amazon Prime. I could feel the train actually coming. I put the noose around my neck multiple times. I've done so many, so many crazy things and all terrifying. But I will tell people this. When you're filming for a show, what a lot of these bozos that do shows now won't tell you is you really don't know if you're getting paranormal footage or not. Because truth be told, when you have three cameras on you or two cameras or one camera, it doesn't matter at that point. Because if you're filming for a show, you have to tame an audience that you don't see. You have to also understand what it is you're talking about. Because when I do things, there's no redos. Um, and you have to try to get paranormal footage all at the same time. And that's extremely hard because having a show isn't like having a YouTube three-minute clip. Anybody can post those. When you have a season out, when you have a, an independent season out, I'm not talking about a billion-dollar network where they're there for three or four days doing redos. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a legit independent show, and you're doing it um, – it's a lot. It, 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 it's a lot to handle. And for everybody out there that wants to do something like that, you really have to understand if you're not an entertainer, if you don't even have a, a personality that is just off the charts. I, I can't remember. I'm doing an interview on Tuesday uh, with Spaced Out Paranormal and my buddy Dave Scott. And he used he used a phrase. I can't remember what it is now that he said, but – but I loved it. I loved how he. I loved the bio that he made up for me. It was amazing. Um, 
but it had to do with the personality. Anyways, uh, you you have to have this whole package. You can't just be like, oh, I deserve a show. I think I'd be great in a show because I can do this, this, and this. Okay, then do it. And then and then they can't. If they can't do it in front of you, or if they can't be a guest on a podcast, or if they can't even enter. I've been on the phone for almost thirty minutes now, nonstop talking. Imagine if I had a guest to entertain that. Like this isn't the easiest thing in the world to do, but um when you're passionate about it and you clock out of that nine to five and you, and you check into your real dedicated, passionate work, you'll do it. You'll, you, you, that, that light bulb will trigger. And if you can't do that, uh, did you really find your true passion or do you want to be behind the scenes? So for those that want to be in the limelight with this, it, it, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. You're going to get hated. You're going to be loved. You're going to, you, you're going to, have to entertain you're going to have to answer the fans 24 7 it's not it's not hard it's not hard but it's not easy now everybody knows i'm obviously not on bubble baggins fucking level because he's he's whatever he signed with the travel channel he's a sellout anyways he's a he's a, he's a nobody he's a, he's a ghostbuster who acts like you know what i mean so it is what it is but when you get to um a certain level and degree, regardless of that level, like I am well known, he is da da da. But it, you still have to always reply to the fans and nonstop. You have to make posts often. You have to promo often, and it and it takes a lot out of you. But for those that do want that, show, I don't even know how this topic got changed from the scariest location I've been to to, to, to trying to tell you guys I'd have a show. Uh, but but yeah, that's that's kind of what it is so um yeah let's let's move on to the next topic i guess the next topic is going to be amazing you know this show was only going to be about 20 30 minutes and we just hit that 30 minute mark so we're gonna keep going um i got about an hour i think i programmed this show for about an hour typically i do a two-hour show but i wanted to uh then all rusty i was i put some oil on the joints and i kind of hopped in so wasn't really sure if i'd hit that hour mark or not but just to be safe, I did put it for an hour, not two. Anyways, let's jump into this one. This is going to be a little bit more deeper and paranormally. For everybody out there, and I wrote this in my book, but for everybody out there, right, who thinks you are getting an EVP, an electronic voice phenomena, and what that is is you have a digital voice recorder in your hand. You go to a haunted location, Let's just say Bobby Mackey's. I just mentioned Bobby Mackey's. We'll say Bobby Mackey's. doesn't matter where you go. Winchester House, Waverly Hills, this, that, whatever. We'll say Bobby Mackey's. So you go into Bobby Mackey's. They've been investigating for 10-plus years there, right? Let's say you and I, whoever's listening right now, just pretend you're with me. I'm holding a digital voice recorder in my hand. We're down in the well area, and I hold it up, and I say, is Pearl here with me right now? The history of Pearl, obvious Pearl never was even – died there. Pearl never even set foot in the building. If you know the real history, Pearl doesn't even exist in that building, but it does for the TV shows. Anyways, I hold this recorder up. Pearl here with us right now, and I say that, and it's recording. Let's say we get an EVP that says, yes, right? Because normally that's how they are. They're low. They're, they're, they're low. They're pretty quick, low frequency. We play that back. You hear me ask, is Pearl here with us right now? And you hear the you're instantly going to think, oh, my God, Pearl just said yes. Just said yes. Hands down, that's Pearl. Why would it not be? 
it, 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 it said yes to the question. Okay, true. I can see where I can see where you get that idea from. However, you weren't recording ten seconds before that. You weren't recording the whole entire time. You weren't recording nonstop. What if it was nonstop saying yes, yes, every thirty seconds, every top of the hour, every thirty minutes, every fifteen minutes? You don't know that. You could have got lucky, and yes, those aren't astronomical odds. Now, there's that theory, or there's this theory, and this theory was in my book, which makes more sense because I have a brain, and I think logically, and I think deeper than most within this field. So let's break down what conscious energy sort of kind of is real quick, okay? When a space shuttle breaks a sound barrier, you hear boom. Right, it just left an indent, an imprint. It's it right there in the world's atmosphere, right? Just like the sonic boom or the Big Bang, boom, energy busted. Here we are, right? We got space, we got planets, we got this, we got that. That's happening 24/7 up in space. Look straight up, it's happening. We just don't see it. Just explosions after explosions causing energy to erupt, right? Now. Let's say Bobby Mackey's has been closed for 10 years. People have been doing investigations there for 10 years. You got the digital voice recorder. Pearl, are you here with us? Yes. You will have to mark that time. It's 10.04 p.m. right now, Eastern Standard Time. Let's say that's when we got the EVP, right? You then will have to mark that 10.04, whatever the date is today, Saturday. Uh, I don't know the date, 13, was it the 10th or something? Mark that and... You will have to go back and get the log from everybody that has been there on a Saturday, did an EVP recording at that time, and you will have to listen to their EVP recordings. Or you will have to see, did anybody get scared and yell yes? Did anything happen to where you got startled and yelled yes? Why? Just like the Big Bang, boom. So much energy just combusts. It leaves an indent embedded into the world's atmosphere. It's kind of like when you die, right? Claim to be that. If someone walked into your house and murdered you and slaughtered you and gutted you, that, that, that leaves an imprint. Therefore, it's going to be a residual haunting. So every single time at that time, that day, you play it back, you're going to hear the screams, you're going to hear these things. That's a residual haunting. What we're experiencing when you pick up an EVP, I personally do not believe it's a ghost. I don't think it's from the deceased. I don't think it's from the dead. And all of my experiments that I have been working on for the past couple of years, and I've logged and I have in my book, and I'm and I'm and I'm pushing these things that I don't discuss on social media because it's honestly a waste of fucking energy because nobody ever gets it anyways. But I will release it to the masses in a different outlet than a bunch of people who just bitter over dumb shit, you are documenting, and I'm 99% sure of this, you are documenting people that are still alive, and you are documenting their subconscious energy by causing that boom, that fearful moment, indenting right there and trapping that piece of energy in that time like a bubble. There's energy flying around us all the time. It's not harnessed not like the telephone wires it's not harnessed it's just boom 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 just blasting 
24-7 all the time. So their subconscious energy, because they subconsciously freaked out, they didn't know. They didn't consciously do it. It wasn't premeditated for them to freak out. So their subconscious energy, boom, was hit and trapped. You're consciously picking it up. So those EVPs you are getting, whether you're picking up a scream, whether you're picking up whether you're picking up a scream, whether you're picking up a uh, a cell door closing, uh, anything closing, footsteps running, those are those are common. Think about the actions that's happening. Right, you pick up a scream. That could have been from anybody inside that location that got scared during a public investigation, during a private investigation, or if you, it's one of these fake bimbos with the, the with the lip injections and fake tits all by themselves with all the lights on screaming, and very well could be them too. But um, that's what that's what you get the screams, the running, right? Very common for EVPs. How many people run out of locations because they're scared, which would cause that embedded energy? Cell doors closing. How many people use trigger objects and slam cell doors? I mean, I don't know about you, but in prison, you you, you can't just slam the doors. They kind of came and pushed them close and locked them, or they were on a device that they hit the button and they closed themselves. So you tell me how a slam door is caused by a ghost that did that during the time they were alive. Because they couldn't. So the noises that you're picking up when a cell door slams very well could have been a human shit. It could have been me. The crazy shit that I do at locations and you guys show up a month later or a week later, you could be picking up my voice. You could be picking up the, the, the reactions that I did with all my crazy techniques when I slammed cells or screamed at the top of my lungs or put a noose around my neck and, and bruised my esophagus tube for a week and I'm gurgling trying to get it off me. You very well could be documenting me just like I could be documenting you. That makes more sense than it being an actual ghost, actual ghost that doesn't even have a voice box or a tongue. Explain to me how energy, conscious energy, because at this point it's conscious. If it knows what it's saying, it's not subconscious. It knows what it's doing. You tell me how energy that's within us, the same energy, because when I die, when you die, when, when whoever's around you dies, this vessel falls to the ground your spirit is right there, right? Your energy, your consciousness is floating from your pineal gland. So my energy is floating around, right? How am I able to talk right now? Well, I got a voice box, I got a tongue, and I got wires in my brain that are flooding throughout my whole entire body to give me that ability. Okay, so when I die, what do I have? I don't have those wires anymore. I don't have a voice box. I don't have a tongue Explain to me how I'm going to speak on an EVP or to cause an EVP or a digital voice recorder. Explain to me that. Nobody can. But I can explain to you that it doesn't make sense. And I can break it down for you like I am. Blame to me how they can do that. Now, I want you to try it. If you have a digital voice recorder, matter of fact, you don't even need that. The person next to you. Matter of fact, you don't even need that. Just close your mouth and try to say something without speaking. Just say it out loud. The person around you, anywhere, should be able to hear you. They should be able to hear you. If you want to pull out a digital voice recorder, hit record. Try and talk in that and pick up your own EVP without talking because that's, that's what these ghosts are doing, supposedly. No voice box, no nothing. They're, they're just talking. That's it. You should be able to do that because that energy and spirit is within you. It's within your vessel. Absolutely no reason you can't. 
So there's that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, guys, all this is going to be in my book, and I get a lot deeper. So I'm sure plenty of people that listen to this, I know, I, I know it's around. It's a lot of people. I get the numbers. Um, I'm sure somebody's going to take what I just said and put it out there first, and da 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 da, and act like they claimed it. Whatever. Um, this is all in my book. It's going to be released mid June. Looking forward to it, and it goes into a lot more detail, a lot more depth, and that's that's just like two percent of it. There's so much more to get into when it comes to this stuff, but I think I am going to wrap this up. Um, I got a lot. Of, I'm just going to explain real quick, guys. Again, I got a lot of big things coming up. I'm going to be trying to host some public events soon. I do have some private investigations coming up soon. As you know, I'm not going to address where. I'm not going to address any of that because people tend to try to call the location and get me banned. Um, but I do have a lot coming up. I also have, again, the cool videos that I'm going to be showing you guys that, I, that you know, I'm still filming and going to film and have filmed, which are going to be – it's going to blow minds off this field, and I'm calling a lot of people out. I will tell you that. I'm calling a lot of people out by name, first and last. And it's it's gonna it needs to be done, hands down. I'm also gonna be doing some new stuff with my YouTube. I'm waiting on the green screen to come in, which is gonna be behind me, and I'm gonna do some new things. I'm gonna do a little twist with some things, a lot of reviews on stuff, and a lot of. It's almost gonna be like story time with Stephen Urquintello, or something like that. I don't. Know. I just came up with that. It's probably what I'll name it: Story Time with Stephen Urquintello. But uh. That's going to be really great, too. Once I get the green screen in and I kind of work with that and edit that, that's going, to, that's going to take some time to mess with. But that is going to be coming up. It's going to be great. I'm a visionary. I vision things, and I make them come true. So keep an eye out for that. Again, guys, go follow me on – you can follow, you can add me on Facebook if you want, but I'm, I'm literally always banned on there. I'm banned now for, I think, 27 more days. But if you search me on Instagram – it's just Stephen Arcantello, S-T-E-P-H-K-I-N-T-A-L-O. And same thing for YouTube. And like I said, you follow me on Facebook if you'd like to. Or the, the like page that I do have on there is Superior Paranormal. There's two of us. Mine's the one with the more likes. I I am doing a name change on that, so I'm not sure when that will flip over. I think since allowed it or not, but I did it like an hour before I got banned, so I'm not sure how that works. But that, too, is just going to be Stephen Urquintello, the official page, so people know. And a lot of changes. That's, that's pretty much all I'm going to say, guys. A lot of changes are coming up. A whole different attitude, but the same old investigation technique type deal right here, because what you see is what you get. There's, there's going to be a lot more intelligence and depth going into my investigations. There's going to be a lot more intelligence and depth coming out of my mouth with these podcasts. And we're going to really break it down, just kind of like I did with the EVPs and how it, it, it just makes more sense. So with that being said, I hope everyone has a great night. I hope everyone had a great Easter last weekend um, and stayed safe. And with that, again, guys, being said, follow me. Hit me up every single Saturday at 9 p.m. I know I went on at 9.30, but every single Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, if you want to be a guest – Hit me up. You know my name. I gave it to you um, to search me on any outlet that you need to. Message me if you want to just call in to say hi. If you want to be maybe even for like maybe if you want to be a co-host with me for a month, we can do that. Whatever, anything. I'm up for anything. There is no no in my vocabulary when it comes to this um, because I'm too passionate to turn it down unless you just 
unless you just suck, honestly. Like I'm not gonna work with people who suck or don't have a don't have the mindset. But I hope everyone has a great, 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 great night. Tuesday night, more details, posting that on Instagram. I'm gonna be being I'm gonna be being interviewed based out radio. That's gonna be phenomenal. Guys, I'm so excited for those. Don't even know what's gonna happen or what's gonna be asked, but that's gonna be tremendous. So I hope everyone has a good night. I'm getting off here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, my name is Stephen Urquintello, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, every Saturday night. You have a good one.